Dzogchen Today Podcast. Welcome to Dzogchen Today's Podcast. This series of What is Dzogchen dives into the foundation of Dzogchen and presents the richness of its tradition, its history, lineage, past, fruition, and much more. Welcome everyone and thank you for joining us. I'm Marie-Laure and I'll be your host today. So today in this third episode of What is Dzogchen, we will ask ourselves if there is a Dzogchen tradition. And to find out more about that, I'm very pleased to welcome Milaki and Serimpoche. Hello, everyone. Hello. And Grégoire Longoué. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being with us today. So Milaki and Serimpoche, you're a trained scholar, consultant and teacher of Dzogchen. You have been traditionally trained in the Himalayas and in Europe, and you are a lineage holder. Yeah, it is. And Grégoire Longoué, sorry, you're a PhD student at the Catholic University of Louvain in Belgium. Mm -hmm. And you studied philosophy and religious science. And you are also a co-editor of Vue de l'Esprit, which is a publishing house and translator from Tibetan. Yes. Okay, so um, to go a bit um, deeper on this question. So when we hear about Dzogchen and we often hear about the Dzogchen tradition and we do also often mm. hear about Dzogchen being one of the great traditions of the humanity. Uh, Grégoire, could you remind us what do we mean by tradition in general and then explain maybe us more specifically about Dzogchen? Yeah, thank you for the question because I think in modernity the term tradition is not really well understood anymore. It's something we are used to think about as something in the past. And maybe to make us understand better what Dzogchen is as a tradition, we can differentiate between what we're used to think as a tradition, like family tradition, food or clothes tradition, to what we can mm -hmm. call great tradition of humanity. Most of the time we are used to equate them with religion, even though there could be some differences. But let's say like some main elements of a great tradition would be like a transmission of a direct access to the ultimate aspect of reality or what we can call transcendence mm -hmm. or what's metaphysical, what's beyond the ordinary tangible experience. Mm -hmm. And for that, we think that there is an origin, like there is a root of this tradition. It appears in space and time at some moment. Mm -hmm. And then this direct experience of the ultimate of the transcendence is transmitted mm -hmm. from one people to another. We used to call a master to the student. And that creates what we call a lineage which continue throughout time. And this lineage keep being alive, it's still living. If the person who receive this lineage and the transmission embedded it, like he lived it completely. So the student has to live the experience and realize what the master trans mm -hmm. transmit to him. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also the point here uh, when you talk about living tradition mm -hmm. uh, versus tradition. Uh, mm -hmm. which is uh, dead, for example, um, there, is a, there is still this difference uh, between uh, a lineage still living, so mm -hmm. uh, that is keeping the origin alive uh, uh, for today, mm -hmm. and then uh, a tradition that is not um, carrying this uh, yeah. uh, living origin. So this is the main Points. Yeah, like that. That tradition. We, if we think about Egypt, yeah. the Egyptian tradition mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. Greek tradition, maybe we can say it's like dead tradition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were living at some point, but not mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. And to keep it alive, of course, you have to adapt the form of the transmission 
to the space and time for it fits the need of the being. So mm. the form, like the text, the maybe the ritual, or what has to be done to keep it alive has to be adapted in space and time mm. to the being. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not, it cannot survive for sure. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But the main point, like great tradition, is like being in contact in a direct experience to something ultimate or transcendent, something that is actually non-human mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the main distinction. Mm-hmm. So could you maybe explain more about the diversity of, of Dzogchen? And can we consider that there are several traditions within the Dzogchen tradition itself? Yeah, there are different ways how to categorize that, to make like analytical distinction. But let's say that what we are used to the most often is to distinguish between the burn tradition mm-hmm. of Dzogchen, the Nigma, so the Buddhist Nigma tradition of Dzogchen, and then maybe something that is more direct or more, let's say, pure Dzogchen. Or radical. Or radical. Or radical mm-hmm. Dzogchen, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, most people here in the West are used, I think, to the Nigmapa tradition. There are Which some is uh, entangled with Buddhism. Of course. Yes. Yeah, like the Nigmapa being one of the fourth a group of school in Tibetan Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Now there's like the, the Kagyu, Sakya, Gilukpa, I think Dalai Lama, and then the Nigmapa, which is called the ancient school. Mm-hmm. And the burn, it's like a complex story, but we are used to say that it came maybe before. Then the the origin, like beyond space and time, is the same. There's the same figure, the same ultimate figure, but then it developed in space and time in history, we would mm-hmm. say, in yeah different lineage. So maybe that can be a distinction between different traditions of Dzogchen, mm-hmm. but then there are many more distinctions we can make in uh, the mm-hmm. different traditions mm-hmm. each time, quoi, mm-hmm. between lineages and schools. Sure, there is uh, also diversity in yeah. each of the, the great traditions, exactly. uh, like the, the Buddhist mm-hmm. uh, Dzogchen tradition, the Bumpo Dzogchen yeah. tradition, and uh, this can also um, root the tradition to different lineages, And uh, this is the the main point of the diversity in in each tradition. Mm-hmm. And the the place of the master mm-hmm. is really like central because each master will in a way may uh, yeah, be a uh, lineage like will embed a lineage and mm-hmm. transmit a lineage. Mm-hmm. Actually, we we call it a sit. Uh, a seat, you know, yeah. a seat, a monastery seat, mm-hmm. if it's a monastery, or an hermitage uh, yeah. seat, and usually it's linked to uh, one specific master. Yeah. Mm. So th- this this leads us to to the question actually, mm. because um, it's it sounds very rich and diverse, and it quite look kind of complex and a bit uh, confusing, maybe. It is. So, <laughs> Milakienzi, as a lineage holder, could mm. you help us understand better, maybe, what's the difference between Uh, this lineage and um, the schools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit confusing, first of all, for us because we are used to have mm-hmm. a really direct, uh, linear. unified, mm-hmm. linear structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the uh, in the in the East, uh, in general, and in uh, Buddhism and Dzogchen in particular. Uh, the the traditions are more linked to uh, lineage uh, teachings lineage or teachings uh, holders mm-hmm. than to uh, um, something that is uh, more uh, how do you can say universal uh, form of mm-hmm. uh, Buddhism or mm-hmm. so the first point is that the tradition uh, is not a tradition 
it's uh, several traditions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that are connected to different uh, teachings. So these teachings, usually in the Dzogchen tradition, we say that there is two main uh, different teachings. The first teachings are called Kama. Kama in Tibetan uh, means the, the mouth. mouth. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, related to the orality. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's the oral uh, lineage transmission. Mm -hmm. And then there is uh, the Terma uh, mm -hmm. transmission which is uh, the tradition, we say, of re rediscovered uh, treasures. And uh, this, is, this is really a, a specific tradition mm -hmm. uh, for, for the, the Tibetan uh, culture. Nyingmapa. Mm. But you can find it also in the Bampo tradition. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's like, uh, it, it's uh, really specific specifically uh, connected to the Tibetan way of uh, teachings. So um, these traditions are connected to uh, different lineages. Mm -hmm. So usually uh, with the Kama tradition, you can trace it back mm -hmm. uh, the 8th century to uh, really important figures like uh, Padmasambhava, mm -hmm. Vimalamitra, mm -hmm. Vairochana, mm -hmm. who were the main masters at that time, who, um, who uh, just, uh, uh, how do you say, bridged the, the, the teachings from India to Tibet. Mm -hmm. So they were the, the root, actually, of the Dzogchen diffusion in, mm -hmm. in Tibet, mm -hmm. in the Himalayan countries. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, they are called the Kama tra uh, tradition or the Kama transmission. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this Kama tra transmission uh, in the 14th century were really structured by another uh, Dzogchen master uh, who was called Longchenpa, mm -hmm. who is really well known, Nyingmapa. Mm -hmm. yes. And then who uh, structured all these first uh, teachings received in the Tibetan tradition, in the Tibetan culture. Mm -hmm. And then there is the Terma. Uh, transmission, the Terma traditions, uh, which are um, uh, specific teachings or specific cycles of teachings that uh, pops up. Uh, they they just uh, appear. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. appear. Uh, some say from nowhere, but it's not the mm -hmm. case. Um, they are um, connected to uh, what we call Terten. Terten are the discoverers of the, the person. Yeah, the yeah. persons of who the discover the, the new treasures. teachings, mm -hmm. these treasures. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they are several uh, mm -hmm. for us now. You know, from the from the the, uh, the 11th century to now, there were really a lot of uh, terma mm -hmm. rediscovered. Mm -hmm. So each uh, each cycle determined a new uh, terma tradition. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for example, there was uh, Karmalingpa, Karmalingpa in the 14th century, who discovered uh, really important uh, terma teachings about death. That created the tradition of Karling, mm -hmm. what, mm -hmm. what we call in Tibetan Karling Shitro, mm -hmm. uh, which are a really specific tradition. And this tradition uh, is a tradition. It means that mm -hmm. uh, you cannot mix up the Karling Shitro uh, with mm -hmm. the Longshan Ningtik, which is another uh, kind of teaching, cycle of teachings. Mm -hmm. So in the in this Dzogchen tradition, in this we can call it modern 
tradition. Mm -hmm. There is several traditions mm -hmm. that follow uh, these new cycles mm -hmm. that uh, arise, uh, that appear uh, all the time during yeah. during the history. Mm -hmm. And even nowadays, there is also Terma. Yeah. Still discovers. Yes. And maybe we can say that if there is a great diversity, it's linked to the diversity of the needs of being too. So it's yeah. to fit the need of being mm -hmm. in space and time specific. And so the Therma tradition brings something maybe a bit more fresh, more yes. strong mm. to really be very active and mm -hmm. living at the moment where it's received. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe to add something else, like when we are used to think about uh, Tibetan Buddhism linked to Dzogchen, so we link the Dzogchen to the Nyingma Pass school, but actually there has been a lot of cross, like uh, mixing Mm -hmm. of the no, not exactly mixing but, no, but uh, like, like parallel yeah yeah parallel lineages mm -hmm. uh, that can hold uh, mm -hmm. in the same lineage you can have two different cycles or even three or four mm -hmm. and then uh, it's a lineage that holds uh, several different yeah. teachings traditions mm -hmm. so, so there is not a proper school that we can call no, Dzogchen no. way Like we can talk about Nigmapa, Kagyu and Dzogchen school. That's not how it works. Yeah. It's like lineages yes. linked to the masters. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Linked to the masters and the specific teachings, mm -hmm. which is the actually the main difference with the Tibetan Buddhist schools, uh, as you said, mm -hmm. uh, which are really now really structured into uh, four main uh, schools. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this, this term and topic is very interesting and it might be maybe a, a further episode on that. Um, so in this regard, and, and to conclude, it could be very interesting for our listeners to understand who are the elders who guarantee the, authentic, the authenticity of the, the tradition. So you talk a bit about that already. And uh, what do they exactly preserve? Actually, this is... Um Uh, this is a really structured uh, system, mm -hmm. in the, even in mm -hmm. the Dzogchen tradition, uh, because the um, uh, you have two different holders. Uh, the one we talk here about is the lineage holders. Mm -hmm. So the lineage holders receive all the lineage, so all the teachings of one lineage, mm -hmm. which is uh, Kama or Terma, either way. Mm -hmm. um, and when they receive it, they receive as well what we call the seal of teachings or mm -hmm. the seal of the lineage. So uh, in this way, um, the the previous holder um, enthrone uh, the next holder of the lineage. Mm -hmm. So uh, the next holder, uh, which, can, which can be a, a woman or a man, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. doesn't matter, Um, receive a name uh, as a lineage holder, receive uh, what we call the seal of the teachings. So uh, usually it's a, it's an official letter. Uh, and then there is also in the Dzogchen tradition, there is a, a recognition uh, letter that, um, that is linked to previous master in the past. It, mm. it, it means that in the Dzogchen tradition, in the Tibetan Dzogchen tradition, uh, the the next masters of one lineage usually are, um, uh, we can say, incarnation, future incarnation mm -hmm. of uh, uh, masters from the past. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the holder, the lineage holder, has to hold onto a name, mm -hmm. a name of the lineage, Um, um, how can I say? 
a name rooted to a previous master mm-hmm. and uh, also the uh, the authorization of uh, holding a lineage and uh, having the 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 authority uh, to just uh, pass on mm-hmm. the, the the past transmission so all these three are really uh, specific so mm-hmm. not everyone can be a lineage holder mm-hmm. this is for sure mm-hmm. and it has to be really um, restructured mm-hmm. and really official because whenever you are um, uh, enthroned as the next lineage holder uh, for example there is a letter that mm-hmm. is sent to uh, Dharamsala to mm-hmm. the to the seat of yeah, the Tibetan community uh, going to ask if there are different persons or yes. masters that mm-hmm. identify that or it's yes. only one person so it's there, there is Many the there is the lineage yeah there is the lineage master mm-hmm. uh, which is the one who recognizes the next holder mm. uh, in the in the lineage mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. and then there is uh, what we can call uh, the the main authority mm-hmm. or uh, the main figure that uh, that are not really directly uh, involved in the process. Mm. But who can say, oh, yeah, okay, we we, re- we recognize that this uh, one is the next one. Yeah. And they recognize through specific signs and... Uh, no, no, it's not that way because mm. the, the specific signs are uh, more uh, for the the previous lineage holder. Mm. They are more the spiritual authority that say, mm-hmm. just say or uh, declare, okay, uh, mm-hmm. we agree with that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So usually, uh, I mean, the, the past few years, it was more the, the role of uh, the 14th, uh, His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, uh, and also uh, the, the 17th Karmapa, mm. But also the uh, the lineage holder uh, in in general the the spiritual uh, holder of the Nyingmapa, for example, uh, who was uh, for example Dujam Rinpoche mm-hmm. uh, or Trishi Rinpoche, mm-hmm. uh, and it's more like a, a, a recognition, an official recognition of uh, the process. So they uh, they agree with the process and with the, the people who were recognized as yeah. uh, lineage holders. I think it's important to be clear on that and to explain yeah. that to people because there are many different titles. We hear about Lama, Rinpoche, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult for us not having the cultural background, not mm-hmm. knowing how it mm-hmm. works, to recognize what's really authentic or not mm-hmm. and what works mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. or not. But I think it's a topic you will dive into in the next episode. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, but definitely. The main point will be um, will be that the the master of a lineage mm-hmm. uh, that recognizes the next one. Yeah. The other ones are just uh, just uh, official um, mm-hmm. uh, governmental, you can say uh, as well. Uh, but the main the main uh, the key person yes who is yes you really can say that mm-hmm. uh, is the the previous, previous master previous holder. One, yeah. holder 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 yes. of the lineage mm. uh, it's not about uh, mastering uh, the process but uh, the one who uh, is holding the the, the transmission mm-hmm. and it's the only one who can give it okay yes <laughs> okay well 
Thank you very much Thank for you so much. this explanation. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. And indeed, in the next episode, we will talk about the lineage mm -hmm. transmission. It will be cool. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Thank Bye. You. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You can find more episodes on your website, thechantoday.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and share it with your friends. We will be pleased to receive your feedbacks on podcast at thechantoday.org. <laughs>